Hello and welcome back to a brand new Player 2 Review Discussion. My name is Paul James and today to share our experiences with God of War Ragnarok, I'm joined by fellow Deputy Editor, Jess Semmett. How are you? I am doing great after the, the absolute beast that was that was God of War. You're um, fresh. How are you doing? You're real fresh. I am fresh. fresh. I am fresh. I finished it this afternoon, so yeah, big, big well, time. All exciting times. For the both of us, it's been a bit of a, a last minute surge to, I think... You'd been kind of coasting along, enjoying a lot of the side content. For myself, mm. as has been documented through other forms of Player 2 content, I was working on Gotham Knights. I've been, there's kind of a few other plates that I needed to kind of spin and deal with before this kind of rolled along. So I was dabbling at points, but then just had to go, all right, it's time to go and um, put that foot to the floor and 14-hour yeah, day and all sorts of rubbish with that. So um, our experiences, I guess, will differ from maybe what, the, the general masses will be like, and even probably a lot of our reviewing contemporaries. But uh, what are you thinking at, at that top level before we start to wade into things a bit more? Uh, at the top level, I mean, it's definitely a game that I think had I had the choice, I would have wanted to space out a little. Um, there's a lot to digest, a um, lot, lot of gameplay stuff, a lot of narrative stuff. Like, it's, it's huge. I feel like the first one felt like a relatively contained sort of linear narrative thing. I don't know, it felt much shorter than this one. Yep. Um, yeah, it was. This, yeah, this this was big. I'm really still just processing. My brain is trying to wrap around the absolute mammoth that was, um, that was this, but yeah. Well, the time that it's taken for... And I'll use myself because I was far more... I need to mainline this bad boy initially <laughs> yeah. and, and, then, and then try and get to the side stuff afterwards. Um... For me, that playthrough, I clocked in about 23, 24 hours, and God of War 2018 to kind of 100%, it was a little over 30. So um, there, there is kind of a stark difference. I've even heard rumblings around the internet that like there was someone, I don't even remember what outlet, because they, were, they weren't in breaking embargoes or that sort of thing, but after about 70 hours, they still weren't done with all the content. So um, I don't know if that was you know a bit of... I've left the controller on the couch and dealt with little yeah. kids or I don't know, I've, you know, delay this, delay that, whatever, or they're, I don't know, dare I say it, bad at video games. Um, but like, sorry, don't come after them, gamers. No. Um, uh, but it sounds like there's plenty to wade through Yeah. well beyond. And yeah. I mean, you know, we've both kind of touched a bit. Of, you've touched more of the side stuff than I. Mm. It does seem like a lot there and it's all really valuable, meaningful stuff. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's really easy to just sort of pick stuff up along the way. So, like, there were there were some side quests that would come up, and I would be like, ah, oh, that's fine, I can deal with that later. There's pressing stuff to deal with now. And I would be really engrossed in the story. And then there was some stuff that would come up that I felt kind of like, ah, oh, the story's natural progression... Natural progression, sorry, yep. is actually to follow this side quest and to kind of close off this little bit before we move on to whatever the next thing's going to be. So, like, some of them, I think, were quite big without talking spoilers, which is going to be the yeah. challenge of this of this discussion. Um, we'll have a dedicated spoiler cast in the future, and by saying this on recording, I've now guaranteed that it happens. So Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, some of them really felt like, okay, this character is going to help us, but in order for me to feel good about them helping us, I want to help them deal with yeah. this thing that they've got going on before they kind of join us and help us on our quest. So, um, yeah, I think I'm I'm just over 30 hours at the moment, having done a lot of the side quests that I thought were, like, key ones, I guess. Um, 
other ones that involved, you know, really big, tricky bosses or, you know... Put them like, on the, the back yeah, burner for now. Yeah. Um, so I have by no means touched everything, but the story-heavy ones I sort of went after. No, I'm completely with you. Um, and, yeah, I kind of built... I was, like, making little notes of some of those sort of quests that you are talking about, the ones that did feel kind of natural, but I had to even in... Like, in my case, and that was just because I started to really have to mainline it later in the piece than you. Mm. Um, I did have to go, okay, like, this really feels like it fits, but I'm sorry, people, I've got to go <laughs> and just jump into that portal and off to, off to the next realm yeah. or back to back to Sindri's house or whatever the case happens to be. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, so I've I ticked off a few of those since, and I'm, I'm enjoying doing that, and I'm, mm. I'm looking forward to kind of immersing myself in those and then completely ratcheting the difficulty down to deal with some of those bosses because oh, there was one or two that... There was one right near the end. Um, mm-hmm. What realm was mm-hmm. it? Uh, actually, no, I won't talk about the realm. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, right near the end there, and the this optional boss is literally right there. That you you turn left to go to the main objective. You turn right, and with like you're not having to go off a little walk where it's obscured, hidden there. It is mm. right there in the path, and right to the point where your accompanying character acknowledges the fact that this thing is right there and is a, you know, tough boss. And I went and had a couple goes like, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> like I thought, okay, I'll, I'll dabble with this side thing. This is going to be a nice challenge. No, this is bad news. I'm back to, thank you for reminding me that I have a main priority that I need to address right now. One yeah, that is clearly it. far tougher than any Nordic gods I'm going to deal with. Um, <laughs> let's let's yeah. go deal with that and I'll come back to you at some other point. So mm. yeah. I, I have actually tried to do that since and I've tried and I don't know. I don't know if it's a bug or if I'm just not doing it right. Um, mm. I've tried to flick the difficulty down post-game yeah. now from from Give Me Balance, which is the standard, to I think it's yeah. Give Me Story, the easiest one, to just yeah. go on monster yeah. one of those bosses. And I do it, mm. and it gives me the prompt to say, okay, you know, do you confirm? And I get yes. And then I jump back in the game. It kind of reloads everything, puts me back to the checkpoint. Mm. And I look at the options, and it says Give Me Balance again. I'm like, I want the game easy, damn it. So I'm going to have to... <laughs> Take yeah. pity on me. <laughs> Yeah. I might just have to play the game again, choosing yeah. story from the beginning, but whatever. I know yeah. you're able to change, so it must be some weird some weird little bug that's probably in the day one patch. Don't yeah. think anything of it, people. It's really a nothing sort of thing. No. I, I would never recommend playing on story to begin with. Like play it the way the game's or close to how the game's intended difficulty wise. But that said The it's options are there. Hard. It's yeah. a hard oh. game. Like I, I don't know if something just happened halfway through. But it felt like the first half was kind of okay, difficulty-wise. And I was like, I'm cruising. This is fine. And then all of a sudden, I was like, I'm dying all the time. I'm just constantly dying. And I don't know what changed. But... I know what it is. And I'm happy mm. to go there for people. It's, I'm not spoiling anything major. They introduce yeah. wyverns. Yeah. Those pricks near the end, like in that last third of the game, are just mm-hmm. the worst. Well, they are. They are the they have worst. this kind of... They kind of zigzag and then swoop at you. And it really mm. feels... It feels like there's no rhyme or reason to when they kind of go. I think there is. Yeah. I'm sure if I just st- sat there and acknowledged, all right, I'm just going to let it hit me and just watch the pattern, mm. then I'm sure I'm sure it's yeah. the same thing time and time again. But it really, like, they kind of glide around. They, they jump off the ground like, okay, so I know what's coming, but mm. I can never pick the time right to dodge it. And no. so, and no. they take such a huge chunk of your health away when they do. So, oh, so And they much. drop more and more of them at the end. So I, I feel like the moment they, they got introduced, that's when things yeah. went to the shit a little bit in terms of the, the difficulty. Not shit in terms of that's a bad thing, but like... No, but God, my... My ability to crush enemies depleted <laughs> yeah, significantly at that point. purchase of Resurrection Stones yeah. just like way up. Okay, I didn't get that far in the end. I didn't go near the Resurrection <laughs> Stones. I just acknowledged... The, I yeah. copped the L and 
win again. Mm. Yeah, no, I look. I will acknowledge this sort of like brawler game is not usually my sort of genre. Yeah. And I step into it for God of War because I think the story is so good and like particularly these newer ones, like it's a really powerful yes. narrative. Um, and it feels nice and fluid and good to play. But there are some bits where I'm just like, this requires finesse that I've just not built. I've just not yeah. dedicated time to building. Yeah. Um, what are you thinking? And we are going to keep this spoiler free. Again, we'll have a dedicated spoiler cast in the future. And, and you know, the game isn't out yet, so we want to respect mm-hmm. that for, for people. But at that kind of, again, that kind of top level style thing, the story itself, what are you thinking? What sort of directions did it take you in emotionally? Um, again, without divulging necessarily the hows and whys it got you into that space, but did you really mm-hmm. run the full emotional gambit like I think most of us maybe expected the game would do to some of us? I did. Um, I think that's something which I think is not not really spoilery to talk about because it's something that happened a lot in the first game. Yep. Um, is that there's a real like respect, I guess, for nature and you know sometimes that's hunting and it's like the circle of life and like you know throughout the story there's a lot of like oh you know people will die whatever sure but there's a lot of like animal animals die like just because they live in the forest and they're like go hunting and stuff um and i think it often gets me how emotional the way this series deals with that kind of is i guess um, in a way that other series really aren't. It's, like, really real and really beautiful and affecting. And I know, I know it's kind of maybe silly to say, because, like, you know, people also went on an emotional roller coaster in this game. Yeah. But, like, there are there are moments in this series, and it happened in, in the first one, and it happened again in the second one, um, where I'm just like, wow. It, yeah, I don't know. Some really, really moving moments to do with, like, nature and life and respecting and, the whole world, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that innocence one was, is kind of the real, like I think the real crux when it comes to Kratos. And I, like I, you contrast Kratos from the, the early days, the Greek days, mm. where it didn't matter who was in his way. Yeah. And that, that obviously led to his, spoilers people for a game that's nearly 20 years old, <laughs> um, led to his wife and daughter being slaughtered by at his own hand. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then you kind of fast track to 2018 and, and even Ragnarok. Mm. And there's this, no, no, like, they're innocent. Let's not like we don't we don't need to do this. Like we can find a way to do this without sparing innocent people, without hurting innocent people, without hurting the wildlife. Do yeah. we need to do this this way? And, yeah. and that's that's really reflective of obviously the growth in Kratos and how much of that we kind of lay at the the feet of having Faye and and Atreus enter his lives. Um, sorry, his life. Uh, <laughs> I should say. Yeah. Um, you know. I like to think it's fairly obvious that obviously he learned so much from them, but then he carries on with that after after Faye's death, obviously in twenty eighteen, and maybe spoilers for that one. But sorry, even that's yeah, yeah. five years old now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I it's, feel... I'm with you. It's really powerful stuff. Yeah, I'm interested. I mean, I mean, well, again, we'll get into this in like the spoiler cast, but I think that you and I had a discussion earlier this year about the first one where you talked about how your feelings may or may not have changed about. Since becoming a dad and like playing yeah. playing that, how how was it playing this from that perspective? So I didn't burst into tears like okay. I know of a couple people who have, but like I felt close on a couple of occasions. I think there was I, and again this maybe goes back to your point earlier about the the nature of the kind of 
the way we've had to go through this is that I maybe didn't allow myself to because I was a little bit more go, 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 go. Mm -hmm. Um, But there was a a couple moments there where like I... um, And just in ways that I couldn't have before I was a dad kind of understand where Kratos was. I'm not trying to say that I was some big angry god killer and then (laughs) then became a mallowed out dad. But Mm. um, Weird. But... (laughs) Look, I've killed I've killed a Greek god or two in my time. But <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't take out Zeus. So, <laughs> well, um, why even so, try? Yeah, we'll give, we'll give it a crack. It's not too late, yeah. I guess. Is it? <laughs> um, yeah. Th- there was a, there was a few moments along the way there that really kind of made me shrink back in the seat and kind of want to have a little mini cry for a moment. But then, <laughs> but then uh, things kind of ramp up and you kind of you move, the game kind of it doesn't rush you along it's not ushering you through okay here's the soppy moment now get back to killing things they don't do anything like that but there's this constant presence of the the level of importance that's uh, of what kratos and atreus are trying to achieve that means that we've had this really heartfelt moment i've certainly felt it like it's it's rocked me a bit but then it's all right i gotta go back to stopping ragnarok yeah or it's yeah i guess it's weird and jarring in that sense but they they got the desired effect, and it, I think it almost reaffirms like, like the importance of what you're trying to achieve in that game, and mm. kind of helps push you along that that journey. So they yeah. did it, they did it really well, um, and yeah, I can certainly see a lot of people really not coping overly well with some of the moments <laughs> they present, especially yeah. towards the end. Mm. But I think um, we can't spoil that. So no, for me again trying not to be spoilery, but the way the first one was really moving because it was just an incredible way of telling the story about that relationship between the father and son and, you know, um, all the stuff that you've just kind of said. And I think that bit naturally hits you more than it hit me because obviously I'm not a dad. I'm not yes. a like extremely angry man or a dad, you know, like I'm I'm not, I can't really relate to Kratos because I share none of his traits realistically. Yes, like, yeah, yeah. Um, Except the, the God killing thing that we discussed. Yeah, obviously the yeah, God killing yeah, yeah. thing because, you know, who hasn't? We've, but... we've, all, we've all crushed a tra- uh, Ares yeah. or Atreus. Uh, sorry, Atreus. Ares or Zeus. Oof, different game. <laughs> Talking about a very different That's game. That's the, uh, the God of War Smash Brothers game that'll come out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think, that, yeah, I think this game more than the first one... Um, not to spoil any of them, but I think it did a really good job of showing a lot of different perspectives uh, on, sh- like, the same situations um, and also doing a really good job of exploring relationships outside of the relationship they had with each other yep. because it was so key. It was it was the core part of that first game, and I think seeing where they take what they learned in that first game, not just, like about, you know, fighting or whatever. Atreus is obviously better at that now. He can hunt now. Like, he's a teen. Yeah. Um, but seeing what they have learned about, yeah, emotionally from each other, psychologically from each other, like, the, the world shifts that they kind of got at the first one, at the end of the first one, um, really feel like they affect how they navigate the second one and Absolutely. how they navigate their yeah. relationships with other people in a way that I think is really clever. Yeah, I think I think they nail a lot of that stuff incredibly well, and um, yeah, I guess the the where where I really connected with that 
relationship between those two specifically and we'll try to avoid other characters because there are mm. like fascinating yes. relationships between other characters that we absolutely yeah. know. Um, yeah. Brock, Sindri, Mimir, Freya obviously has been uh, has been shown through the trailers and we obviously know where her head is at, at the beginning of the game. Yeah. Um, but you know how all these relationships grow is really, really fascinating and engaging and certainly tugs at the heartstrings as well in a number of cases. But the... Um, the the one that I guess where where it really kind of hit was uh, some of these moments where what Atreus wanted to do Atreus decisions where his heart lay on the thing and how that would actually without spoiling the nature of what those uh, those thoughts or desires or wants were the way Kratos would li- like stop and listen and he'd change his mind or he'd take on board what Atreus was saying he'd he'd he was learning from his own child is something mm-hmm. that. I've learned a lot about it, just from my own three-year-old kid. Uh, sorry, four-year-old kid now. Um, yeah. Like the, I don't know. You, you kind of consider like I'm the adult, so I need to make the decisions for it. But actually, like little four-year-old kids still can really articulate what they want and why it's important, and under, like you know, connect an emotional level to certain things that as an adult we don't typically do because we've kind of got this greater world experience and those sort of things, but you actually identify, no, this is important to the happiness of this little person. Mm-hmm. I need to do this no matter what I feel about it. Yeah. And Kratos has a few moments like that. Like, okay, this maybe is nothing, but like this, this needs to happen for the sake of this person mm-hmm. who I'm trying to help grow and build and support and be yeah. the best thing I can be for. And that's, I mean, that's something that you wouldn't have seen from Kratos back in the day, of course, okay. but, um, you see building in the, in the last game and really, really blossoms in this one. Yeah, 100%. You said before you're not a brawler person. I'm not. But of course, God of War is that action-adventure kind of brawly sort, yeah. of, sort of combat experience. And mm-hmm. you said it obviously gets hard at points and it, it certainly does. And again, fuck those wyverns. But um, <laughs> yeah. what did you make of the actual playing experience from the combat to the exploration to the world design, all those sorts of things? Um, I think that the combat, again, I don't even want to get too far into that because it's, you know, it's expanded, I think. I I think it's expanded in some, some cool ways, um, and some ways that really force a slightly higher level of strategy that as it got harder towards the end, I could feel myself kind of getting used to it. And I was like, I suck at this right now, but it's because I'm not using X, Y, Z that I could be using to help me in this battle. Um, and yeah, I think I, I felt that more than in the first, well, because there's stuff here that there isn't in the first one, but, um, yeah, the world feels, the world is the same, the world doesn't feel bigger, that's, that wouldn't be accurate to say, I think the world feels very much the same size as it did in the first one, you just get to see more of it, I guess. You get to see it in different ways and different lights as well, because Fimble Winter has really changed the face of the environment. Um, True. So you'll, you'll revisit locations that you've been to in the last game. But don't worry, people. It's not like the boat animation where it's just the same thing copied <laughs> and pasted. No. Um, it's like you revisit the same environment, but it's it's changed significantly. Obviously, just the layers of ice in Midgard have a huge deal, a oh. uh, huge impact on that. But um, even the way you interact with them, the the tools that Kratos has got, the way that you use the blades, that you know, it was kind of shown pre-release, but the way you use the blades is like a grapple hook of sorts, like a grappling mm. tool. Um, is really awesome in terms of world navigation and those sorts of things. Mm. Yes, there's the combat side, and they've certainly upped the ante there as well. Parry mm. is so mm. much more important 
in this yes. one. Um, yeah. Which took a while for me to embrace because parrying's obviously become huge thanks to Souls games in uh, mm-hmm. in particular over the last decade, and I want none, nothing to do with any of that. But you've gone and put a bit of Souls in my God of War, and I need to. <laughs> I now need to kind of embrace something of that necessarily, and I started getting pretty decent at, at, towards the end there, mm-hmm. but. Um, it's not uh, of that same sort of level. Let's let's be crystal clear, people. This is not a Dark Souls, no, Bloodborne, no. Elden Ring style experience, no. but, but and, there's touches of it. Yeah, they do have a, a setting. It's like an accessibility setting that allows you to turn down, particularly for like mini bosses, um, where you can turn on like mini boss assistance or whatever. So if you kind of are struggling, and I think it describes it as uh, like. To, they're like impossible to get past like you're, you're really really struggling with with beating this it will kind of bring them back with less health or make them easier to defeat when you oh, come cool. around I didn't so it. it it talks about it being a tool to reduce mini boss fatigue because obviously people were getting through the first one and being like it was super annoying to have to play the same mini boss over and over and over again yeah, yeah. um yeah so they've got they've got that to make it slightly easier but oh that's very good i yeah i didn't didn't notice that. I guess you know I, I did just try and push through on yeah as stock standard as I possibly could make it. Mm. But um, yeah. knowing that's there, I don't know. Do they count some of those side bosses as mini bosses? I hope they do because I don't know. Bring them back with less health and put it on baby ass baby mode, and I'll definitely <laughs> yeah I'll definitely be taking them down. Yeah. Um, no, that's really I cool. Think, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think one thing we probably can talk, or that I would like to talk about at least, is that, yeah, you said, you know, there's not long boat session uh, sections. Um, there are, like, different ways of traversing the world now, because you do still go on a boat. The sled, but there's the also sled there. sections, yeah. which are way more interesting, I think, than the boat sections. To me, anyway, I don't know. They feel, I think it's the use of the haptics in the yeah. PS5 controller. Yeah. yeah. The pulse is good. They're, like sound effects that they've chosen to put in the like that come out of the microphone in the controller um it's like a little tingling i guess of like the harness of the wolves and it's um i don't know really satisfying um there were a couple of other moments in the game where they used that microphone in the controller in really creepy ways and i was just like this is objectively very clever but i hate it so much turn it off turn it off stop doing it (laughs) yeah um but i really liked that the like harness in the um in the dual sense and the yeah they did some cool stuff there and, and they're, they're subtle things because there's a lot of other ways that the dual sense you feel like oh maybe they've underutilized it a bit but then it yeah. really sings in a few of those specific moments so mm. all credit to santa monica there that they, they did some really <laughs> cool things um yeah. we've obviously touched on the core gameplay we've touched on the the story as much as we're able to yeah the world i guess again we've meant we've touched on that too in a sense with you know kind of revisiting some of those uh, some of those previous locations but some of the new ones that we go to and i don't think we're spoiling anything too much to say that we go to places like vanaheim um okay. obviously there's a like asgard and the battle with the god like the we're going after the the gods we're gonna go to, like you're gonna see asgard at points some of these locations look incredible some of these new mm. places some of them touched yeah. by fimble winter others not others touched in ways that are less obvious but they all look phenomenal. the The design is fantastic. Mm. It's it's beautiful. It's, yeah, it's a some, stunning game. Some of the additions to the locations you've already been to, like uh, gorgeous, like the way that um, Alfheim looks, it's yeah. like it's gorgeous. Some of the effects on even just like the columns that you walk past, that's like a really subtle iridescent kind of reflective yeah. tint. And I yeah, it was it's beautiful. 
And yet, like, even some of the locations that are bloodied messes, thanks to, yeah. you know, some of the actions that have gone on, still look stunning. Now, as, as I mentioned, we I think we talked about before the before the show, there's, there's a few character models that look a little bit... Mm, yeah. Like, maybe you're being held back just a tiny bit by the restrictions of the PS4 here, or maybe you didn't give them the TLC that perhaps one of the core cast would have gotten. Mm-hmm. Um, which yeah. was a little bit of a shame in that sense, but it's, they're you know, minuscule things that really just throw away um, mm. sort of comments there. But I guess they're noticed if you if you if you kind of line everyone up, you go, oh, those those two or three, mm. something's not quite right there. Yeah. But uh, oh, I'm sure they're I'm sure they're an easy fix and thing. But the the world, the characters, everything, like the attention to detail is so on point. Really, it's they've, mm-hmm. they've nailed it in that sense. It's, it feels so good to kind of just consume visually mm. but also bear mccurry soundtrack oh yeah which it's... obviously so much laid in place from 2018 but holy yeah. shit <laughs> oh, God. can definitely compose that's for sure um yeah i mean the, the moments wouldn't be as as moving and as emotional as they yeah. are without that soundtrack they just they wouldn't be but then there's um... other moments where it disappears and yes, it's there's the like there's the subtle moments as well that that really work a treat too. So mm. they they've just like the from the soundtrack, but also the sound design sort of thing. Mm. It's just the way they weave the the music in and out. The various uh, as you talk about even subtle sound effects through the dual senses. All those like yeah. everything is just so meticulously crafted and then inserted into the experience to make sure it's eliciting the right sort of feelings from you know whether they're you know tactile sort of ones with the controller in the hand or something you know sudden yeah or be creepy sometimes sounds through the <laughs> um control there or the or the soundtrack itself it's it's all incredibly well done the voice acting top tier once again oh um yeah, amazing i i can't think of a poor performance in the or even a no a clear weak performance. Like everyone has been so well directed in terms of the delivery of their lines. And it's just, it's exceptional in that regard. I, I'm struggling to really fault the game in any significant ways. Mm. Um, yeah. We obviously, I obviously cited the, the, the character models there and there was, and I believe it was in the, the kind of 1.0 version, like the, the actual final launch day patch that there was a few, bugs and stuff they were fixing up there was there was some weird collision things early on yeah um i managed to walk through like literally stand inside the body of another key <laughs> character during a cutscene. Uh, sorry okay. like during a, a sequence early on in the piece that i su- i would suggest is not there, <laughs> there anymore <laughs> by the time everyone gets their hands on it probably not there anymore yeah um but there was there was some weird little collision things and like they're all they're all really tiny rough edges that they are the sort of things that you typically expect that oh hang on it's some like Kratos's axe is somehow slipping through his back a tiny bit in this weird little yeah. bit. Yeah, we'll just we'll just kind of fix up the edge there so like the collision is 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 better. Yeah. They're, they're tiny little things that all disappear very quickly. But um, I, I'm really nitpicking because I just can't find anything of substance to really critique the game for. They've they've nailed it. It was such a hard act to follow. Yeah, and yet. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I'm struggling to pick yeah, fault. Yeah. I'm really struggling to pick fault. Yeah, I look, I mean, there are... It's going to take me, like, weeks to process how I feel about this game. But, um... 
it it feels long. There are points where I was like, okay, we're nearly done, and now we're not done, you know. But it's it's hard to say how much of that is a um kind of a consequence of I need to get this done in a short time period. Yeah. Like, would that matter if yeah, I the could mental, take the mental as long thing of as I wanted? Go and go and go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think if you play this and savor all of the beats as they're supposed to be savored, and kind of just let it be a lengthy experience, then there's not much to fault. No. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. They've they've nailed it, I think. And I, I really look forward to, I don't know, even if it means I just have to play the PS4 version to, mm. I don't know, to chase trophies because I'm a <laughs> stupid, horrible person like that. But like sit down and just replay that game and just do what you were doing for the majority of your experience, which is just go through it, explore at my own pace, Go off and yep. engage in this side thing. Go and poke around corners and and geez, they they like fill those little corners, those nooks and crannies mm. up with some really fascinating things too that you just wouldn't Me expect. Um, yeah. And then the exposition that comes from it. I really enjoyed one particular sequence where it wasn't even so much like you going off the beaten path. I think it was more golden path stuff. But you hear Kratos talking to another character and sharing a lot of um a lot of his experiences from his greek time and how that's kind of shaped him become who he is now and mm-hmm. it was fascinating to hear him open up like that and, yep. and you get little nuggets of that at various different opportunities off that golden path as well it's really 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 well delivered it's not just for me exposing this time it is <laughs> yeah a little bit of kratos it's a little bit of atreus sharing how he's feeling it's a little bit of person x and y and z like it's yeah i love it i love what they've done in that sense yeah, it's way more well-rounded, I think. Yeah, which says a lot because 2018 was an incredibly well-rounded piece. They've done an amazing yeah. job. And congratulations to Sony, uh, Santa Monica Studio for, for that. The the team has done an amazing job. So Yeah, absolutely. Everyone should be really, really looking forward to this game. It comes out Wednesday, November 9th. Jess, do you have any final thoughts at all before we wrap this one up? Um... No, look, I think I've said everything that I needed to say. It's beautiful, it's big, and yeah, I think it's going to really make an impact. Yeah, it is. It is beautiful. It's a beautiful game in so many different ways that word can be used. Yeah, they've nailed it. Um, So thank you, everyone, who has tuned in for this video, for this podcast. If you enjoyed it, please make sure to like, share, and subscribe on the YouTube channel, on the Patch podcast feed. If you're looking for more review discussions, we've got a bunch of stuff coming up. Uh, you and Matt attended a play-on event today, as of when we record this, uh, to yep. talk about. Uh, so look for a conversation about all the various things that you saw and played and did at that, at that event there. There'll be, I mean, it's it's that time of year, so there's going to be review discussions and, and a spoiler cast for this one coming up. Now, like I've announced that twice, so it's it's got to happen now. We can't, we can't <laughs> yeah. avoid this one. No. Um, there's some cool stuff, so please make sure to keep on the Player 2 website, on the YouTube channel and the Patch Podcast feed to make sure you're across all of the God of War and god knows what else play on stuff that's all coming over the course of the next few weeks it's gonna be a really really good time a really really busy time for us at player two very jess thanks for coming aboard and having this conversation with me about god of war where should people go if they want to reach out and see what you're up to uh you can find me on twitter um i'm at zamat jess and uh on play two is where all my my written stuff is should be a bunch more of that coming up soon so Yeah. yeah Play on stuff, other games that you're working on. Yep. NDAs, yep, yep, yep. everybody. We'll talk about NDA. it in, t- in due course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Paul James Games for myself. Player2AU for the website. Please make sure to check out the website, the 
review of God of War Ragnarok that I've written is live on the Player 2 website right now to go and go and check out and hopefully my words do this game justice because it is phenomenal thank you to Sony Santa Monica thank you to PlayStation providing us code for the op- so that we could actually play the game to fuel this conversation to re- fuel this review to fuel the Player 2 players that you'll inevitably see once we're allowed to kind of spoil even the lightest of things um, but otherwise thank you all very very much for watching and we'll see you next time Bye, everyone.